When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. This is Dream Power Radio, the place where your dreams turn into reality. Here is your host, Debbie Specter Weissman. Hello, 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 and welcome to Dream Power Radio. This is a place where we talk about dreams, both daytime and nighttime dreams, and how you can use them to make the internal shift to a life you love and rediscover the truth of who you really are. As many of you already know, I came to dream work late in life. During my studies to become a dream life coach, I was introduced to another phenomenon I never thought of before, spirits and guides that I can access through my dreams. I learned how to identify these mentors, some of whom have stayed with me, while others more or less made a one-time appearance. What would my life have been like if I'd learned about these guides when I was younger? One of those great mysteries of life I'll never be able to answer. Or maybe my special guest today, Linda Deer, might have some opinions about that. Linda has been aware of her own guiding spirits since childhood, and the insights and awareness that they've given her have had a profound effect on her life. She's written about this in her book, Guided, her spirit guide angels were her best friends and life coaches. So what are these guides and how do they work? Can we learn how to access them for ourselves? Let's hear what Linda has to say. Welcome to Dream Power Radio, Linda. I'm so glad to be here, Debbie. Excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to be talking about this. Linda, I tell you, you have a remarkable story about how the dreams that you had as a girl help you survive what could be described as, I'd say, less than desirable childhood. Could you briefly tell us about these dreams and what they revealed to you? Yeah, my life started out with a life destiny dream. I call it a life destiny dream because in the dream, they showed me a world to come. And the world that we're in right now, we're on the brink of what that guy of what that dream showed me. In part one, it, chapter one, part one of Guided, it's called the merry-go-round dream. And it's it's a dream I had for the first 35 years of my life that never changed or stopped. I couldn't do a thing about it. In fact, after having it so many times, it started out great. I loved having the dream. It was fantastic until the people in the dream started dying and giving up and letting go. And they just, they just, they had no will to be here. They couldn't see the good side of being in this world, even when it got, it started to move faster and it got more challenging. People just gave up. And we're really on the brink of that right now. I hate to say this, but Debbie, we're right right on the brink of it. It's something that I've carried with me throughout my life. And I'm 70 years old now. So I had that dream for the first half of my life. And the second 35 years of my life, I've been performing on what this dream was really talking about. And then, of course, there's the rest of the story in Guided, where it the dream propels my life 
and really wakes me up when I'm 35 years old. That's why the dream stopped. I started going to dream classes. And when I started going to dream classes, that dream, I never had it again, not once. So that's guidance. Coming back to the guided part, the guidance. That's guidance letting me know, in this case, that that's where they were nudging me to go. Guidance never tells you what to do. But when you have something as prophetic and something as life destiny as this dream that I had is and how it applies to the world that we're in now and what we're coming into, these guides weren't messing around. They, and In other words, what I'm saying is before we come into this life, we plan our life with our guides. We don't just haphazardly show up here by accident and randomly run through this life you know, having no meaning at all, not having any purpose or knowing who we are. That is the total opposite of what's really going on in this world. And I know this. I know this. I just want to interrupt you. You're saying that the stream is now telling you that we're on the brink of of something happening. Is this for you or for everyone? It's for everyone. And anybody who reads Guided, if only you read chapter one and reread it, the messages in that first chapter are I published this book in 2014 and in 2014, nobody saw any of what's going on right now coming. Nobody saw it. But when you read guided, you start to see like quandaries, you know, the Nostradamus quandaries. When you read the words, it's not just superficial on the, on the top. You start to understand what the dream is saying. And of course, that's why dreams are so powerful. Dreams are symbolic in their messages to you. And every dream, there is no such thing as a dream that didn't matter. There is no such thing. Every dream matters. And each dream ties together like a daisy chain. You know, it's a story it's telling you. And I know this from from my entire life of having dreams, having so many dreams that pointed me in the right direction or gave me a warning to not go there, not do that, get away from those people. You know, that type of thing. Or get in or out of a situation or a project at just the right time. Dreams are loaded with guidance. And and I'm going to say this one other thing before, because I want you to talk here too, Debbie. The one thing about dreams is they never lie to you. Dreams are called little death to the Indians. That's how they refer to dreams, which means it doesn't mean that you're dead. It means that you're more alive than when you're in your day-to-day life. Because your awareness is heightened. And that's why the dreams, if you understand what your dreams are telling you, so critical. Your life, in your life, nothing would ever happen by surprise. You would never say things like, I didn't see that coming. Yes, you did. You got all the messages along the way in your dreams, in your guidance, in your day-to-day life. It's always seeping through from the other side, from your guides. Well, you were having these dreams. Like you said, you had these dreams beginning in childhood. How did you know to pay attention to them? Oh, my God, Debbie. They were traumatic. And like I said, in the beginning, the merry-go-round dream was fantastic. I mean, I'm writing that merry-go-round single-handedly, leaning back as it goes faster and faster. I loved this dream. It fit my personality totally. But then when I started to notice as the dream, as the merry-go-round goes faster and faster, people start getting scared. I'm looking at them going, what's wrong with them? Don't they see how good this is? 
They don't see why they came here. That's what I want to say. People don't know why they're here. And if they knew why they're here, none of this would scare anybody. And especially if you realized that this life is not all there is. That's another thing that happened to me early in my life when my mother almost killed me when I was 20 months old. And I asked out loud for my for someone to help me. And when I did that, my guides showed up in numbers all around me. I'll just I'll just put the book up so you can see what they look like. I took this photograph of them right here. At Christmas time in 1994. And it was the second time that they materialized in front of me. And I happened to have my Nikon camera film days, 1994. And I snapped off their photograph. They were seven feet tall, lit the whole room up at Christmas time, family, you know, the dear family reunion. And I, uh, I looked around the room and I said, did you guys see that? And the same response, see what? People's awarenesses are so low because it's just, it's just one thing after the other. When you start to pay attention to your dreams and write them down, that's the first thing. If you don't write your dreams down, you're going to, it's going to pass like, like a thought you had that you forgot. Okay. It's like deja vu. You can't remember it. You have to write it down. And that's what I teach people. I teach them to write it down, bring their dream to me. And then we break it down because you don't understand your dream until you dive into how that dream made you feel. It's absolutely. an emotion is one of the most important part of understanding the dream. Right, Debbie. It's everything you you want. And here's the, I've got a book. I've got the companion journal to guided called my guided journey. And this book, takes you through a process in self-inquiry where you write down whatever it is, something that happened in your day life, your dream, you know, whatever it happens to be that was unusual or out of the ordinary, write it in that, in this journal. And the next question that comes up after you write it down is how did that make you feel? If you flush out, really flush it out, how it made you feel consciousness resides in the details. So the same applies with how it makes you feel until you really dive into it and flesh it all out. In the beginning, your your answer to how it feels will be, oh, it felt good, it felt nice. It was, no, that's that's like taking the, the thin rock and skipping it across the water. It touches the surface, but it doesn't get into the into what the dream's really meaning to convey to you until you write it down and pour out how it feels onto the page. And you really do a good job of that. That's what I help people do when I coach them. I get in to the depth of how it feels. And you know what happens next? The third question in the journal is what realization did you have? And you know what? The realization is a natural byproduct of flushing out how it feels. You, When you have that aha moment, that's not something you had to go dig for. That's just something that showed up when you really did the how it feels part. And when you know, what, when you have that aha moment, that moment of empowerment, the action you take, which is the fourth question that you write down, how, what action are you going to take is a no-brainer. It's obvious what the answer to that is. It's really important that you said that because it, it is true that the action is 
I would say, you know, next to understanding the emotion, it's the most important thing because a dream is just a story unless you take action on it. Right. And, but that leads me to this question though. One of the things that you say is guides would give you messages and the messages would often involve change and change is not easy for people. And a lot of people will say, will resist it. So how do you listen to the guide and actually take the action when there's all that resistance there? I'm going to repeat myself. This is so critical. It sounds too easy. You have to write it down. It, it has to be written down. As soon as you take the, the person takes the effort to write it down and close the book and then look back at it, open what you wrote down the next day or the next week and read what you wrote, then you're going to see it from a whole new perspective. That's when you're going to have the ability to write down how it made you feel. But you have to write it down. If you don't write it down, you will not bring these dreams and these messages into consciousness. They'll be there like the the, the thin rock that you skip across the water. It'll just touch the surface, but it will never go down to what it meant to convey. It will never reach that if you've got to write it down. Very important message. And with that, though, we have to take a short break. We are speaking about dreams and guidance with Linda Deer, and we'll be right back. If you're not pleased with the trajectory of your life, the time to begin your own personal transformation is now, and your dreams can help pave the way. How? By tapping into your unvoiced confidence. What is unvoiced confidence, you say? It's the acceptance of your abilities and qualities. It's a state of mind coming from liking and even loving yourself, and feeling free to say or do anything you want, without concern for the judgment of others. You were born confident, but may have had it chipped away little by little by the negative self-beliefs you've picked up over the years. If you're looking for the heightened energy, clarity of thought, and the feeling of being more alive that comes from self-confidence, you can rediscover it by paying attention to your dreams. Need some help doing this? Go to my website, thedreamcoach.net, and sign up for my complimentary dream discovery session. I can help show you how your dreams can help you return to the confident person you were always meant to be. Again, go to thedreamcoach.net, thedreamcoach.net. Welcome back to Dream Power Radio with your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. Yes, welcome back to Dream Power Radio. I'm your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman, and we're talking about dreams and guidance with Linda Deer. Well, Linda, I want to get back to the guides that have been with you your entire life. They were guides, plural. And did you have conversations with them or was it just the dreams that you had? It it was all the time. It was the dreams and the conversations. And really, just to get your viewers understand the essence of what you're asking me. All right. When I was 20 months old, my mother almost killed me. (laughs) And when that happened in the show and I asked out loud for someone to help me, I woke up from the incident and they showed up in numbers all around me. And I, I instantly stopped panicking. They telepathically, they calmly looked down at me, calmly, so calmly. And they all looked down at me like they remembered me, like they knew who I was. And when they did that, 
they telepathically started communicating to me. Just it started all coming through. And I was remembering myself. I was remembering where I came from before I got here just 20 months later. So I was, I was having a whole awakening. Here's the best way to describe it. As I've tried to describe it many times before to people, it's like my amnesia was wiped away so they could reach me. Now I'm 20 months old. I'm not at the age of reason, far from it, but I know what I know. See, when we come into this world, we know we just do. We don't question it. We don't show off. We don't, we can't even communicate it, but we do. We're, we're little, we're little beings of knowingness is what we are. And when they enhanced that, when we had this communication, then I had this complete understanding that this world is not all there is. That was the big takeaway that day. And I walked away free from fear, even at that age. I knew something amazing happened. I was not alone. I was not alone. And I had someone on my side. I mean, they saved my life. Okay. So how did I know? How do I know who these guides are? And and I know their energy. I know them from from a heart-centered place. I remember myself. when When I do my best, I'm more like my guides. Because they're my teachers. They're my life coaches. So I just know them. I know them. I know the instant something comes through. The key is to keep your ego out of it. That's the key. And when when your ego gets involved. Yeah. When your ego is not in the way, you're going to know the difference between something that came from you as opposed to something that came through you from somewhere else. Okay. That's the difference. But you've got to be like the guides. You have to be calm with your energy. And if we get jacked up and all upset and excited or what, we're not, we look like we've got more energy, but we don't, but we don't, we're not connected. Yeah. So this is something that, that you were aware of. Like you said, when you were 20 months old, you became aware of this. Do you think that this is something that we all have within us and then society or whatever beats us out of it or, or what? Yes. Debbie, you, you, I can't say it better than what you just said. That's, that's what happens is we come into this world. I'm going to dramatize this. Okay. We come into this world and the first thing you get is whack. Okay. Whoa. Okay. It's already cold. You know, I mean, you've been in a nice warm place and it's already cold. And then you get this shock. And I'm telling you, these shocks are brutal to the person's soul. The soul comes here. That's what brought you here. Your soul brought you here because your soul was incomplete. Your soul was lacking something that it really needs to resolve, solve, and heal. That's why we're here. Okay. And the additional reason we're here, we're not just here for ourselves. We're here for this oneness that we come from. We're here to help other people too. We're in this together. And we, in the world we're in now, doesn't look like that. But really, I have to say, with all the, the craziness going on, and we haven't seen nothing yet. I mean, I hate to tell you that, but it's, it's because it doesn't need to happen. This stuff that's going on doesn't need to happen. It's, it's happening to wake up humanity. I'm talking about from a high level. I'm not talking about what the government's planning for us. Okay. No, that's not a conscious. That's not conscious. That's really not. Okay, but from this high from this higher awareness, the whole reason we're here and what what our part is, 
in this life will show up in your journal writings and writing your dreams down. That's the beginning. It's critical that you start doing that. And, very- and then you're going to get your own answers. You're going to know. When you hear something, it won't go right into your fear. Ooh, where you freak out and you go into panic. No, you will not tra- You will not do that to the information, whether it's true or not. You won't do that. What you'll do, in my case, you will write it down. You will write down what that was, that unusual, out of the ordinary, unusual thing. It doesn't have to be a spiritual, unusual, or out of the ordinary thing. It doesn't have to be a dream, unusual, or out of the ordinary thing. It could be in your day-to-day life, something just blew your mind. Write it down. Write it down. Please write it down. Because what's going on is you're you're unconsciously walking through your life and you're scared. I would be scared too if that's how I was living my life. You say that you help other people with their dreams and to get their guidance. How do you help them? Talk to me about that. Well, when they give me, when they, what they do is they send me their dream. I've got a page on my website called dreams. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a whole bunch of dreams that they can see how I work. Here's somebody sent me this and I answered their dream. Here it is right here. And then they can go on down. And it talks about the merry-go-round dream is the feature dream on that page. lindadeer.com forward slash dreams. That's it. All right. And when you go there, you can peruse through the dreams that I've done. That's just a few dreams. I think I've got 80 up or something. And then they can say, submit my dream, takes them right to the product page and they can, it's 20 bucks. I mean, they send me their dream and it it takes me no time at all. In fact, the fact that I'm not them interpreting their dream, I'm not them interpreting their dream makes it way easier for me because I'm not, I'm not trying to avoid something. I don't have a bias. I just see it for what it is. I break it down from a spiritual symbolic point of view. Okay. And then there's the, there it is. This is what this dream is telling you. And that's what I do with the dreams. It's very interesting you say that because it's always been my understanding that it's really more important for the dreamer to have that understanding. And if you're telling the dreamer what it means. is What it does, Debbie, is I talk to them in a symbolic way. I talk to them from a universal language, okay, that everyone can connect with. I don't tell them what to do. I don't tell them, you know, your neighbor's going to come over next week and they're going to land a surprise on you. I don't do stuff like that. What I do is I break it down symbolically. The cat is feminine energy that you threw out the window, that you're throwing away, that you're, that you're discarding, that you're underestimating, that you're, that you're, your feminine energy is at stake. And you need to take another look at how you're, how you're, how you're taking care of yourself, feminine energy, take care of yourself and how you take the time to, to be more feminine, more female. It could be a man, feminine side of you, you're abusing it. <laughs> okay. And it could be that in your life, you're also taking it to the lengths where you're abusing women. You're going to know it when you see the interpretation, you're going to know it. Okay. It's not something I have to tell you. You know how it's going to apply to your life the way I respond to you with breaking down the symbolism. And then then they they take... They're going to go, oh, that's what they always do. Oh, my God. Thank you. But I didn't tell them. They knew the part of their life that that shined the light on. 
and they could identify it. In your book, though, you talk about the guides who have come to you. Does everybody have their own specific guides or is it just this collective energy that's out okay. there? I love that question, Debbie. Love it. Okay. You come in with guides. These guides are the guides that you planned your life with. So they're right there with you. And they really look over you strongly when you first arrive into, into this world. Okay. Like they did with me. In my case, I had a I had an early demand for them to come in and, and help me. Okay. But you come in with them. So what happens is in your life, you came into this life to grow, to learn, to evolve. Okay. And your guides are with you all the way and they're going, yes. And, they, and they're pointing things out to you and, you and you're noticing it and your awareness is working. And you notice this and you go, well, I don't feel like doing that right now. And they'll point something else to you else out to you and you go well i'm going to move on that one that feels good i'm going for it because these things don't just haphazardly show up in your life there's so many things going on that aren't an accident (laughs) in fact there are no accidents right okay so we just our awareness is missing that's it that's all there is okay and so as you move through your life and you start to learn and get it and you know and really feel wow i'm getting this your guides will collaborate with each other and they'll say well you know bring in these guys she's ready for higher level guides to learn what we you know we teach on something else you guys are coming in to continue to teach her okay and not teach her but guide her guide and point things out guide and point things out no one teaches none of the spirit world they don't teach you anything they just show you where to look and you decide to go that direction or not that's up to you But the more you move that way, the better your life will work. So do the guides just come to you or do you seek them out? They're they're with us all the time. They're with us all the time. Sometimes we notice them more when we're tuned into this. When you do your journal writing, I got to keep coming back to this. You, you should be writing in your journal for 15 minutes a day, whether it's a dream you had, a realization you had, something that didn't work out so well. Oh my God, ouch. And you need to write these things down. Unusual, out of the ordinary. Your awareness is what you're working on. You're working on your awareness. All right. And as your awareness gets greater, having access to you, not you accessing them. It's not that, it's it's a different route. It's not you going out. I want to meet my guys. I want to have my guys. No, you have to raise your own energy and your own awareness. And then they can reach you. It's the other way around. We have to tune ourselves up. And that part is, is here's another, another thing I'll say. The first thing the guides pointed me toward again and again was to learn who I was. I mean, really learn who I was. Until I learned who that was, and I'd play in their presence and cry and 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 talk to them. And as a little tiny child, a baby, a, a toddler, I, I would let it all out. Oh my God. I would they were just I mean I just let it all go because I in this world I had no one to talk to. Nobody. All right. I wouldn't dare tell them what was going on in my world. No way. All right. So I would I would cry and, you know, tell them how it felt. And, and I, I'm so mad. And, you know, whatever it was as that little kid from that conversation that I learned to have with my guides as I figured things out. 
because of the influence they had. I, I would all of a sudden understand something. I'd calm down. I'd always know because I would calm back down and I was getting answers. I was getting things that made sense, not this drama and hype and, and, and dysfunction that's so prevalent in this world. None of that, no judgment, nothing. I mean, I had the best friends. I call on front guided. It's, they're my best friends and life coaches. It really describes it. So they're with me all the time, all the time. And even when I'm just walking around and I even, sometimes I go to bed at night and they just keep sending me more insight into the project. They're great, great working with projects. And I've always had a project going and they're right there to help me. I get stuck. I can't, I can't figure it out. And I don't know, I'll go have a, have a sandwich and come back. Bam, it comes through. You know, it just, you know, I got out of my way for that moment. I just have to cut you off here because there's so many questions I have to ask, but we're out of time. So I just have this final one. How, Linda, how can people find out more about you and your work? Okay. Say the name of your program again, Debbie. Uh, Dream Power Radio. Okay. LindaDeer.com forward slash DP for Dream Power. I'm going to have, I'll have that page up before you have this podcast up. Okay. I'll have it up and it'll be live so they can go there and they can see this program. Those who watch this and want to, want to know more, they can go there. <clears throat> Wonderful. Well, Linda, thank you so much for being on Dream Power Radio today. I loved it. Thank you, Debbie. We've been speaking about guides with author and dreamer, Linda Deer. I hope you've enjoyed today's program. If so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Until next time, this is Debbie Spector-Weissman saying, sweet dreams, everybody. You've been listening to Dream Power Radio with your host, Debbie Spector-Weissman. For more information on Debbie or to sign up for her newsletter, go to dreampowerradio.com. This has been Dream Power Radio.